listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. All right, and welcome back to the Ants podcast. Uh, this is episode 27. It is May 21st here on a Friday night. I got Joe and Jake joining me. Um, we've got big news to talk about. Uh, probably one of the pieces of news to come out of the band. Uh, I don't know. It's got to right there. The band's their inception has toured for 20 years straight and uh, just announced recently that 2011 will be a non-touring year. Um, ah! Yeah, pan- panic. So in the announcement itself, the band specifically said that they are looking forward to returning in 2012. Now, that might be true. That might be just kind of, uh, okay, calm yourselves, token uh, obligatory mention. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, that, when when the rumors were coming and when I know some of us were hearing about this before they announced it, um, n- no one was saying that part of it at that time. They were only saying, you know, nothing for the next year. And so, I don't know. There was no, none of the rumors didn't say that they were coming back for sure. So I think, I think they have to say that. And uh, I think they should, but I, I don't know anything more. I don't know if they if they will or not. They're maybe just saying that or, or what? I don't know. You guys got any more? No, I, I, I utterly disagree. And hello everyone out there, by the way, um, <laughs> j- just think about it from a, a business standpoint. I mean, why wouldn't you, if you're going to really like be done forever, why wouldn't you milk it? I mean, how many last tours have the who done? I mean, I remember the last tour for the Who was like an '83, and I know they toured like seven times since then. I mean, I they, if they were really going to be done, they would they would say, "Hey, we're done. Everybody, come on out and buy all those tickets." Just I don't I don't think we're talking last tour ever. I'm just saying I'm I'm saying is 012 the or 012? I love doing that. Uh, is that the return year? Yes. I I really do. I I, I think so. I, I don't think there's anything nefarious to it you know there's the rumor's been out for a while um it's the first time it's happened i think that we can we can say with a lot of confidence that they planned it uh, in 2007 to take at least half the year then and they talked about it prior to that so it's not shocking to me that they're taking the time off i'm i'm not overtly concerned but at the same time you know it's probably a good thing overall i really think it is so Okay, so they say we'll be back in 2012. At this point, and what do you think, Jake? Is that a, uh, yeah, we'll say we'll be back and we'll worry about if we're coming later? Do you think they honestly plan at this point to be in 2012? Or do you think they're taking a year off, putting it out there, and see, let's see, could could this be, could this be it until, yeah. a, until a reunion tour? And that was exactly my point, and I think, I think that is the case. I think they're just saying, because like I was prefacing, we... We haven't heard for none of the rumors contain that they were for sure coming back. They just said we're not we're, we're you know everyone go for all you know, crew everybody else go take a break. Go, you guys start looking for work next year now. And it did not it didn't it didn't say it's only going to be a one year thing. It just said we don't have anything for next year. So I think at this point to say for sure they'll be back in in uh, in twelve is 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 just guessing at this point. And obviously everyone can change their mind. But things change. Uh, on a weekend basis and some things, plans that are going to happen get changed. So I think it's hard to say, but who knows? I mean, maybe they pull a Lady Gaga and start scheduling tour dates a year in advance. No, Joe, I love your point. Okay, so the crew, which, you know, by any state can be considered one of the best in the business, without question, between lights, sound. I mean, they put they put, they put pull off a great show every every year. Um, 
I'm not in the business uh, in terms of show production, so I don't know. Are there a lot of people out there who can do the job and do it well? Yeah, maybe. So what kind of risk is there in saying, I mean, these crew members, they're not millionaires. They're not on the stage making that key. So they still have to go out and find a job this summer. Or ne- I'm sorry, next summer. Um, do they, does the band, are they getting a big risk? Oh, or would it be more feasible to lock them up next year in plans if they really did plan on coming back? I mean, if they plan on coming back in 2012, would they give some kind of, you know, uh, a stipend or something for the summer to kind of hold on to until next year? Uh, I, mean, I, you know, I don't know if they could even do that. That's, yeah. you know, such a business call on, you know, Red Light Management Inc., I guess, or whatever the parent company is of, of Dave Matthews Band. You know, it, it, I think I think that the guys they've been touring with. I mean, all the all the uh, videos and interviews we've seen, they've all seemed like such a family knit unit and everything like that. I, I think that everybody would come back just based on what I've seen in the past. Now it's a business at the same time, and if somebody finds a better job in the meantime, yeah, well, you know, they might be gone. But I, you know, I don't know if they could actually do that from you know just a, a logistics standpoint, but. Yeah, I, I, I keep going back to the same thing. I, I really think it's just going to be a year off. I, I I don't have any basis for it, but I just sort of, you know, I think that it's going to be a year off. I don't I don't think it's going to be anything more than that. I heard the uh, the crew is going to pull together next year and go do a tour of their own, kind of Conan O'Brien style. <laughs> the legally can't be on tour they met then because they're not touring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it'll it'll be interesting. Um. I don't know how many of us have now become accustomed to having these shows be our vacations every summer and during the winter and like that. I mean, it is such a staple. Um, and, you know, a lot of people have built friendships off, off the site and the community. And sometimes, it's, you know, the only way you can see are these friends are through the shows. And it's going to be just – it's going to be a major change, I think, for a lot of people. And I, I don't know if you really uh, – I don't know if people really grabbed onto that yet. I, I wish there would be something. It's hard just to be saying there's nothing, you know, for for next year. But it, we did it right by letting us know this far in advance. And uh, a lot of people, yeah, to <laughs> figure it out for me. I mean, uh, all of a sudden, I got I, I, things weekends where I normally told uh, my family reunion that I wasn't going to be there every year because I was going to West Palm Beach uh, for once. I guess I don't have that excuse anymore. I got to come up with a different excuse, I guess, or that, or go to the family reunion. So, but they did it the right way. They let us know well in advance, and um, and I, I know plenty of people already on the boards are already planning get-togethers and and it's like that a year in advance now in, in DMV shows. Look on the bright side, Joe. At least now you can look for a look for a date at your family reunion. <laughs> Well, the, I think the big thing, getting back to the band and the family reunion, but, you know, uh, I think the, the big interesting thing is going to be take a look and see what happens with Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney took this year off from touring. So what's going to happen to him next year on a national, you know, a, a national stage? Is he going to get the audience that he got before? What's it going to be? And I think that's going to be sort of a, a, a precursor for what happens to DMB. Are they still going to be relevant? I, I think that's the big concern is when you're out there for 20 years touring and then you take a year off and, and you know, allegedly nothing's going to happen, you got to wonder about re- re- relevance. I will disagree with that. I don't think relevance will be an issue. Um, a year is a long time. It is in the fast, you know, we forget about stuff in three days now, you know, but. Um, it's almost I 12 think, months, you know. 
I mean, this fan base is rapid um, compared to Fit. I mean, Fish do when they came back. Now, they weren't. They came back for their reunion shows and such, but it wasn't a full-blown, we're, we're back and back together as a band and we're going to do this for the first future. But um, I don't think, let's, assuming they do come back, I don't really think they'll miss a beat. I really don't. Now, what's for the for their next album? Is it going to be another three years before we see one, too? That's a tricky one. You know, this is all assuming they come back. If they're done, this is a pretty boring co- podcast. We don't have much to talk about. <laughs> but going on the assumption that they're coming back... Um, what does that mean for them as a band? Are they going to be working in the studio at all this year? I'm guessing, or next year, I, next year. Um, I'm guessing they're taking it completely off. No studio work whatsoever. What are your thoughts, Joe? Um, you know, I was thinking of something there. I was like, you know, if the tour, let alone just being in the habit of it, is kind of like exercise and it keeps them in shape to perform, you know, and doing a year off without that summer tour and constantly, you know, performing, taking a year off and then trying to come back, they're going to have to warm up for quite some time if they're, if they're going to come back in the same capacity that they were, they're they doing this year, you know, 50 shows or whatever. You're not going to be able to take a year off and come back in. I know um, Carter these days, after each show, freaking so- soaks in a tub uh, uh, for his muscles because he plays, you know, three hours or whatever, banging away and aches and has to soak and... Uh, you know, now, you know, what's going to happen? You take a year off and try to get back into it. It's going to be really hard doing to keep up to what you had before without that tour each year to keep you in shape. Yeah, they're not getting younger. Yeah, that's for sure. So do you think, let's just say they're going to come back in 2012. Do you think it'll be a shortened tour from what we're used to? Do you think there's going to be more breaks? It's going to be different. I, I, don't, I, it's, I don't know how they could keep up the same pace with a year off. I mean... That'd be quite quite the feat to come back uh, just as strong. I mean, th- that'd be great, and uh, that would blow away and get everyone hooked. You know, any any people that are kind of like Fairweather fans or whatever that get them hooked again. Um, but it's gonna be tough to do. It's it's tough to to kind of gauge. I think the stadiums are completely done and over with. I think we've seen the last. Um, maybe some baseball parks. Uh, you know, I'd be surprised to see maybe. Two exactly. Well, they'll do uh, seasonal tours. So they'll do a fourteen show spring tour. They'll do a twenty show summer tour. They'll do a ten show winter tour. Something like that. So they'll be able to break it up, but they'll be able to stretch out over the course of a year. I think that would work too. I I think they could go around like you were just saying. They could hit all the big summer tour places: SPAC, Alpine, Deer Creek, Gorge, of course, West Palm Beach. <laughs> You know, Homer, Homer. hit weekends there and, and still be very relevant and still be fresh and basically take the, the middle of the weeks off anyway. And, and I, you think, know, I, you know, I don't know the logistics. And like you were saying before, you know, I don't know what goes into a tour, how they get people scheduled, all that stuff. But, you know, just in theory, I think that, that could work. Yeah, I know um, Pearl Jam, the band, just they stay, they like stay in Chicago and just fly back and forth to each show from Chicago and just go to like each of their shows and if they're just doing a weekend thing i mean fans enjoy the games they enjoy the multi-night the multi-nights in a row that i mean making the most out of out of a trip and um if they just do weekends i think people aren't, aren't gonna complain yeah it's gonna be a lot less shows so it's gonna make it make it difficult but at least those shows are on weekends and, and available as opposed to doing you know doing less shows but at the same time trying to compact it in a small amount of time so half of the shows are still during the week and they're in half as many shows, that's going to be a problem. But if they're going to cut down the shows and still keep them on weekends, I think 
I think that's good. The length. Do you think we'll still see our two and a half to three hour shows? Yeah, I think so. I, I can't imagine them getting any longer. No, that's not my that's not my question. Are they get shorter? You know, I, I you know, I don't I, I just don't think so. I think that, you know, everything's got a curfew. You know, all the shows start basically at the same time, take, you know, fifteen minutes either way. So I, I just I don't see that getting to a point. They pretty much are gonna play between, you know, eighteen and twenty one songs a night, depending on, you know, song length. I think they're all going to be pretty much the same length. And, yeah. I, I think so Obviously, too. I'm I mean, the only one. They, well, okay, so <laughs> they play 20 songs on a night where they play a lot of songs. I, you're going to see a 10 to 12 song set list. You know what would be cool? And I don't know. I'm just kind of out of left field here. Um, what about a return to the two set structure to a show? It could, I, could I, never I, happen. Why? Because, no offense to all the DMB fans out there, but we're all drunks. And everybody would be so blasted that it just wouldn't work. I don't think it could ever happen. I really don't. I think if they did a, if they did a break and take 20 minutes off, it'd be like contests to see who could drink the most beers in 20 minutes. <laughs> and, you know, by the time they started the second set, people would just be, it would be like vomit fest. It would look like a vomitorium. Hmm. Well, not not if it's not if they make the entire venue pit like they like they're doing. Nobody will want to leave their seat to go get a beer because you won't be able to get back. Oh yeah, you're right because nobody does anything in the world for beer. You're right. <laughs> nobody does anything in the world for close seats at a DMB show. I don't know if I mean J- Jake, you might be right. I mean they might ne- never go back to a set, but I don't think your reason has anything to do with it. I, I just I think the fan base been conditioned. To a, to a one set, uh, two or three song encore structure to a show for the last, you know, what, 15 years. And I just, um, I mean, even though in Europe they've done a couple encores, they do that, I think it's more of a fan-based demographic kind of thing where if they were in a bar, they get away with two sets. But I think the reason stuck to this formula for their for, for the last 15 years when they're playing to more 20,000 people and they're going to just keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Europe's a whole different breed. I mean, if you listen to those tapes over there, I mean, it's dead silent in between songs. I mean, that, that hasn't happened in, in the U.S. In- Since the Gores last year. <laughs> well, but that doesn't count. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you know you love Side of the Road. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so, okay, speaking of tours, I mean, we can speculate – for the rest of the night on that, um, probably not come to a consensus. But we uh, we do have this year still, uh, at the very least, <laughs> hopefully not the last. But uh, they kick off next week, next Friday actually, a week from tonight, in Hartford, Connecticut, which I once, it's a dump. But I there, it's a dump. <laughs> I've been there, and it's a dump, but it's fun. And you got to think, come strong. Um, quote unquote, last tour for at least a couple years. Um, I, I, I anticipate high energy. Don't drink the water opener. You know, probably throw the effort in there to get the stoners all happy, and uh, hopefully have a good good couple nights there. <laughs> oh, I love it. But um, yeah, the, the tour. I mean, we'll see. I know there were a couple shows over the last couple nights. Um, that Jake, you you did the set list for that. You put those in. Um, I'm not really that familiar with them, but just as a side note, we created our answer um, a couple nights ago. 
to a brand new server. It's really nice. Things are a lot faster. It's going to enable us to do a lot of cool stuff. And our for the Android Palm Pre, we're not working because of that because um, it just happened to coincide with the server upgrade, and so certain services weren't working. Definitely apologize for that. Don't worry. That stuff will be working for the tour. So um, with this tour, we're having yet another for the third year now. Third year? Um, yeah, third year. Ants after party. And it's going back to where it started, the West Pizalm Beach, Jake. Yes, indeed we do. It's going to be um, obese, actually. It's going to be so fat. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, drink specials out by the pool. The pool is awesome, as everybody knows. And, and show up there, and we're actually going to have a contest to see who gets more burnt, Matt or Joe. My money's on Matt, based on two years ago when he got burnt to a freaking crisp. Hey. Give it a few minutes. turns into a nice maple syrupy brown. Yes, it's, it's like the first time you'd ever been in the sun. <laughs> But uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's drink specials, like I said, every day. And, and ask, just go to West Palm Thread if you've never heard about the party or anything. Just read through it. Just listen to the people talk that's been there before. It is unbelievable. The, the mojitos are freaking clever. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a good time. We're going to have uh, acoustic band playing out there. Two guys, not a band, but two guys playing acoustic. Same guy we had a couple years ago um, with his new uh, playing partner. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're still working out some other things, including some really super cool things uh, that I cannot talk about, but we are efforting at this moment. So keep and an eye out for that. Chance, percentage of chances on that effort coming to fruition? Uh, let's call it about 70-ish percent. You can't play to what you're playing at, you know, you're, try, you're swimming for, you just this might I'm not authorized to divulge that information at this time. However... Um, it's going to be um, pretty cool if things work out. Trust me. So the band is going to show up. Yeah, the band's going to show up. They're going to they're <laughs> going to play Mackhead twice. Actually. They, and then Dave's going to stand there and he's going to say, "Anybody that shouts out a song, I'm just going to play it because that's really what I love. It's it's the people. I'm here for the people, Jake, and that's what I want. And everyone's going to yell. They're going to they're going to yell like, "Play every day, yeah!" And it's going to be awesome. Do we have entertainment this year? We do. We have uh, that little acoustic thing I just said like four or five seconds ago oh, while you were drinking a beer. Oh, man. So, and, and actually, um, we, uh, we, we're going to have um, – we're probably going to try to get some uh, – you guys might recall that we had some music at the last party in Charlottesville, some, uh, some live DMB stuff, and uh, we are efforting that as well. That I can mention. Um, so we'll see what we can come up with. So you can listen to maybe some, uh, maybe some soundboard stuff that you've heard before. That'll be fun. Possibly some future live tracks like uh, our Seville party turned into. That is, that is very true. Yes, we uh, we ended up picking uh, one of the live tracks out of that. So that worked out really well. And that, that was actually a lot of fun. That was, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. If I might sidebar, I was just looking at those pictures today, uh, again, on the computer. So I was cleaning out some things. But um, it was uh, quite interesting. A lot, a lot of people, a lot more people than I even thought. When I looked at some of the lines outside, I was like, wow. That was insane. Well, we had um, we ordered a thousand uh, the silicone uh, glow in the dark bracelets for that party, and who the hell knows? It could have been a hundred people at the party. We could have had two thousand people. I mean, we were really trying to gauge just how many people were going to show up. All things said, ended up about two hundred and fifty bracelets left over. So seven hundred and fifty people at that party that night. And that was just people that actually made it in to get the bracelet. Then all the people that, that didn't get there that went over to the other bars, we had the two other bars that were uh, uh, affiliates with us because we were in Monolito, of course. 
But yeah, um, we got, yeah, yeah just, fire department. Yeah, wouldn't let anybody, anybody, anyone more in. Yeah. <laughs> the good old Charlottesville uh, fire department. They'll always be near and dear to our hearts. We're going to try to rent out John Paul Jones Arena after the band next time. Yeah, just everyone stick around after the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stay around. Joe M's nipples everywhere. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> oh, man. I will not be jumping in the pool at 4 a.m. again uh, at West Palm Beach. No, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> that, I, I, if I may, Matthew, you may recall that at 8 o'clock we were in my car taking you to the airport. Yeah, no, I do. And here's the thing. Funny story. Connected in Jeff K. I flew back to Syracuse. Uh that morning, of course. And I don't know, I probably went to bed at about 6. I probably got a, an hour and a half of sleep. Woke up, no shower, no tacks, pajamas, uh, unshaven. Just, I look like, like, hell, like I normally do, times 100. And so then, I connect in JFK, and I'm on the plane. And this dude uh, comes up to me. No, no, no. Uh, what's the name for a, for a mass stewardess? Flight <laughs> attendant. Well, oh, sorry. <laughs> or it could be homosexual, but there's nothing wrong with that. Excuse me. It's okay. This, ma- this, this male flight attendant probably was a homosexual uh, based on his mannerisms. That's okay. No, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So I'm sitting down, and uh, he comes over, and I sit next to – this is, you know, the biggest woman I've ever in life, I think. It's three seats on each side. I'm in the middle on one side, and she's on the aisle. And her half of her torso, no kidding, no kidding. So I'm, I'm shoulder to shoulder. Ends up being a super nice lady, uh, a minister. She's just nice. So we're chatting, and the flight attendant leans over and says, "Excuse me, sir, can you come with me?" So I leap over her. I go and puts me in an aisle, um, the exit aisle, and says, "You know, basically, here you go and sit in here. You'd like the better seat." I said, "Wow, that's really nice of you. Thanks a lot." He goes, points at me. You're that guy, aren't you? What? Who? Yeah, yeah, you're that guy. I, said, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, I'll be back. Goes up. up. <coughs> Girl flight attendant comes back about five minutes later. Sits down next to me, leans over. So you're you're that guy, aren't you? What guy? From TV. What TV? You know, six feeder. I said, they thought I was Michael C. Hall from Dexter. That you know now. And six feet under. I swear to God, I'm in coach on JetBlue looking like hell. And for some reason... I'm Michael's. I'm Dexter all of a sudden. I'm a real killer. And uh, that was probably, probably owed to that R.A.M. dip in the pool that just completely disheveled me. And then you became a member of the Mile High Club because of that? No, Joe. Stop fantasizing. <laughs> get some. You know what it got me? It didn't get me booty. It got me my seat all to myself with tons of leg room. It got you yeah, removed from a booty. Oh, under one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You sign any autographs? Uh, no, no, but I mean, they didn't buy it when I was denying it. And at this point, um, I don't think I had watched Dexter yet at that point. So I didn't really, I wasn't familiar with Michael Hall, and I hadn't seen Six Feet yet. So I'm like, who, who are you talking about? So I wasn't faking it or anything. And I, it was a genuine denial. So I'm not quite sure they got that, but I don't know. I don't see it still. So I don't know what the deal is. I think on flight back this year, you'll get mistaken for uh, Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. You know, it's funny you bring that up, Joe. I'm pretty sad. I was just talking about that with Bonnie. Pretty sad. This Monday is the final. Um, it's a season finale, two-hour season finale at 24 after eight, eight years. So I'm pretty psyched and, you know, sad by it. But it will not spoil anything for you, but it'll be um, it's going to be a nice finale, I think. 
What? Do you know something? He's no. Jack Bauer. He knows it all. <laughs> I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, back to the task at hand. West Palm Beach is going to be awesome. Uh, Jake, we had a little mix-up with the PG stuff, but we're, are there still rooms available? I believe there are a few. I mean, a few left. I, I, heard, I heard there's no more rooms. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, I haven't checked in, in about a week. But the last I checked, there were a couple rooms left. I mean, like like a handful. I so think, they uh, may be sold out. It's it's going to be crazy. I and mean, we we put them the first year we did it, the Saturday evening. Uh, which what was that? Two thousand eight, I guess. Uh, that that they actually sold out the entire hotel. I mean, everything, even the rooms they wouldn't sell usually, they sold out. So it is going to be crazy as always. It's always a lot of fun. It was fun last year too, even though uh, Joe and Matt uh, did not show. Sadly enough, but that's okay. We all can't be like you, Jake V. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you know, I was thinking about that when you're talking about the, the shows in, in the middle of the week. And I cannot remember. I think the last show I went to, a non-weekend, was 2002 in Tampa. I, I don't think I've been to a show since then. I think they've all been weekends. I must be like a weekend snob or something. New York gets 11 shows. Darien Lake, that stuff frequently falls Tuesday or Wednesday. So I've, I can't make the name, though, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah, I mean, and when you're in New Ohio, York, the same way. Ohio doesn't deserve a weekend show, so every time they come through, Ohio, Ohio deserves a weekday show. The Blossom is so nice; it has got to be my favorite venue. I really do think it's it's, it's a very beautiful venue. All wood, uh, designed for the orchestra, so that uh, sound uh, reverse towards the uh, towards the lawn. It's all very nice. Uh, they have to modify they have to modify the set every time they go there because it's not designed for. You know the light, the light setup that you know a band would have because again it's for orchestra. But um, the still when they even the lights that they do do uh, the light against the the wood paneling uh, in the place and just the uh, the sound is awesome. And awesome fans out in Ohio. I mean, just like um, that's where I met Joe M actually for the first time in person uh, out there. And um, just one of my and I've told the story before, so I won't say it again. One of the coolest concert experiences I've ever had was at. Um, Blossom during ants, I could actually feel the energy of the crowd behind me. It was it was just a really cool moment, and basically the complete opposite of what I experienced last year at the Gorge in terms of crowd energy. Side of the road, side of the road. No, Jake, it's not a problem with the set list. The set lists were mediocre, but that's not even the problem I had. The problem I had is maybe they would be more apt to play some different stuff if the crowd actually wanted it. I you know, I agree, and just for the production, I actually like Danny Barnes. <laughs> Um, Danny's but, playing in Beller tonight on Seattle. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sneak by. Really, yeah. hey, buddy? Hell yeah! Yeah, you, you know they. Uh, I think I think unfortunately for him, he's he's, he's a really talented guy. And and as we know, because we talked to him and and we talked to him in an interview, and we also talked to him for about ten minutes before and after the interview. He's just a super nice guy. It's really easy to see why people like Danny Barnes. He's just a really nice guy. And and I think it's so unfortunate that you know un, you know half the people on the board go God I can't stand that guy could take three of his own songs three nights in a row. Well, it's like he came up to Dave and said, Hey, you know I got this great idea. Let's do three of my songs. You know, obviously somebody wanted him to do that, so he you know he did it. And he's he's talented. He does a great job of improv and on, on different songs. I actually like him more on anything but uh, Spaceman. I actually like Spaceman without him on there. But he you know he's played on different songs and everything's came out really good. I, he's a talented guy. Just no, got a bad break, unfortunately. Yeah, got a question for you. Speaking of spaceman, are either of you still listening to Big Whiskey? Yes. Me too. No. No. Joe's too cool for school. 
Sarah's listening to it, she said. Yeah, I I am. Um, I can listen all the way through. I, you know, time goes by. Shake me like a monkey is is more such a core of what this band is still about. I don't think I've heard a more important song almost ever from the band in terms of timing. I mean, they just needed something to come out and come in the face, and they did. And that, and for that, I just celebrate that song. Crazy, I celebrate their entire catalog, but that song especially. <laughs> I still love Shake Me, and I love Seven. I could, I, they could play Seven twice a show. It wouldn't bother me. And actually, what I've been listening to a lot recently is not the song recently, although I've listened to that a lot also. But I've listened to The Red Bird and Write a Song also. Write a Song, I'm really, really getting into that. That song is just got so much freaking potential. I, they've got to play it this year. It's just, I mean, it's, it's a jam song waiting to happen. It's got this funky beat to the middle. It's the, the lyrics are just sort of, so throwaway, just sort of like old school. It's just, it's a great freaking song. I really, really, really think it's just, just oozing with potential. And I know that in West Palm, Sean from the board is going to hold that stupid freaking sign with let you down on one side. And he said, it's going to actually say, write a song on the other. So hoping that maybe we've got a chance. Interesting. That's, you quite don't a, like that's quite a combination of two songs. <laughs> well, they're never going to play Let You Down, Thank God. You know. Why, why, why Thank God? Wait a minute. Because prior to Every Day, it was the worst song by D.A. Oh, God. Oh, yeah? I'm a puppet for your love? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's got a cool vibe. And it's like pretty much, and this is probably you've got to blaspheme me. I like your proudest monkey. Well, you know what? I've I've got the I've got the um we had the iTunes download um a couple years ago, and that's in my rotation my little um, double secret DMB stuff that I listen to a lot, and that's one of the songs that pops up on the iPod, and I'm really starting to get much more into it than I ever was, and I've seen, you know I don't know how many times I've seen it live, but it's always been a song like eh, okay well seven minutes will be done, but it's it's start I'm starting to grow on it a little bit more. I've listened to it. I've been listening to a lot of 1996 shows for some reason. They played it a lot that year. And um, just I'm just kind of getting into it. I'm, I'm starting to dig it more. Let you, I saw it once. I'm you know, I'm I'm lucky that I saw it once. So I'll take that. At least I've seen the song once. And it's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, I've seen it. I don't need to see it again. I understand the feeling if you've never seen it, just to say, yeah, yeah, I want to I want to hear everything that I've never heard before right, right. live. I get that, but it's really just just a, a blah for me. What's, what's been playing less overall? Let you or spoon. Oh, let so you, down. you down. How many times is let like, you down like by five? far? Without looking at it, it's only been played at a full band show three times. Maybe That's insane. So you've seen it, Dave and Tim? Yeah, I saw Dave and Tim in uh, in uh, Providence, the infamous Providence story that I'll tell off the uh, recording. Man, I don't know. Uh, that'd be cool. I'm surprised Spoon's been played so infrequently. When I got it in Saratoga, what was it? 2003, maybe. Uh, that was, oh, they actually, I think that was when they were doing the Anyone Seen the Bridge to different stuff every night. I think that was yes. one of those. And uh, that was cool, man. Spoon's a great song. That's one of mine I heard. You know, the great Crumbo started that thread in the uh, double secret area. And uh, that is one of the few songs that I have not heard live yet still. Still distresses me. One of my favorite songs. I think it's truly one of the best rich songs the band has done on every level on music lyrics just everything works together it's it's just a 
an amazing combination, I think. It's just Halloween so unique. Com- Halloween completed before the Scratch for me. Really? That's yeah. That's full album. That was a Joe that Burnout. Was... The Joe Burnout Halloween. <laughs> the, the the one where where Joe ran at sixty one miles an hour. Yes, we know that one. Yep, yep. And I will bring that up every single podcast till we're done. <laughs> Joe, you back with us? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. You need a drink or anything? That's all. That's what I've been doing while you guys have been chatting. Yeah. So what songs do you have left there, JoJo? It's so funny that you that brought up Spoon because, I, and I know I've said this on a podcast before, anybody that goes to DMV show, I always make everybody tell me the song that they that they want. And so that if they play the song, then, I, you know, I, I know uh, who who really wanted to hear it and uh, get excited about it, that, that person saw it in mind every time I tell everybody after I ask them what they want to hear, I tell them that I want to hear Spoon. Um, and I want Spoon with a, a, the longest outro. I want I want the, the, the end of it to last like five minutes and then go into something else if they can, but if not, still make it last forever. Well, that that's, be... that's the thing, Joe. They come down that da-da-da-da-da. And then Carter just starts hammering on it. Just get loud every time they go through that. I know exactly what you mean. I could be in heaven with that. I want to. I I, I I close my eyes and don't and just listen to that part. And if they just keep playing it over and over again, I'll be I'll be in my happy place. It's it's just one of the. It's another one of those songs. Just go, God, just please you put it in the rotation. People like it. It's cool. It's it's good. People will dig it. Yet like, another yet another piece of music that they wrote during around the before these Carter Steve sessions that is just genius. And that the end that that. Chord, They're not the chord, but the the progression. Da, 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 da. That is just simple, but it's beautiful. And the way they build off that, they've done that in so many songs on that album that it's just it's just one of those things that I think they did it in the moment. There wasn't any planning behind. There were there was just something special about those songs. They really they were on Dave lyrically, um, musically there were absolutely no problems on that album. So will they? Will the end of this tour, the last show? Where's the last show of the tour? I don't know. Do I know? I can't remember. Um, will they play? Last stop before nope. they go. Before nope. they do. Uh, before they take a year off. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be Minnesota, but uh, will they play? Last stop is the last song. No. Yes. No. 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 They're gonna. They, they have to end with ants because. It's ants because that's what it is. It's. I think. I know, think when that you meet somebody, you say, "Hey, you know, DMB. They play ants marching." Minnesota. I mean, that's their signature song. Minnesota. Of course. Didn't Canada absorb that like three years ago? <laughs> You're thinking of the uh, Jesse the Ventura era. Oh my God, Minnesota really is the last show of the tour. Well, you know. Well, I, it's. it's 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 probably gonna be, but it, you know right. nothing's been announced yet except for scalpers saying that there's there's tickets for sale for shows, but and then, and somebody mistakenly announced it, right? Well, the scalpers did the 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 uh, I guess whatever they're the officially licensed scalpers of Wrigley started selling seats for it, but uh, no, no, they, yeah, they no, sold, no announcement uh, yet. Party deck. Yeah, that's what it was. The one across the street. So, I, you know, if you were. Uh, you know, it seems as though. I mean, when were scalpers ever wrong? They know everything. When it comes they to money, lie. they when it comes to money, they certainly don't want to lose out. Exactly. They're the most honest people around. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. I hate scalpers. All right. You hate yeah, scalpers, Matthew. But... 
You hate scalpers, but it's apparently right when Live Nation does it, though. People people seem to accept it when it's from an official source, but then all of a sudden they take the moral high ground if somebody else does it, right? We're gonna get we're gonna get a riled up here. Watch nope. out! Watch out! No, that's uh, the thing. that note, uh, boy, huh, look at the time. Somebody skips it. It's a big problem, and I don't disagree with that. But if it's coming banned, hey, whatever. Well, sure. Well, you know, look at the times. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like not gonna get not gonna get him riled up. I have look seen it. For God's sakes, this. <laughs> this could be bad. I'm gonna let that go after that. Anyway, thank you. So, I'm doing Saratoga West Palm Beach this year. Uh, Joe, I think, is probably doing every show plus a couple extras that the band's not even doing it. <laughs> How many shows for you, Joe? Seventeen, eighteen. Stop purring into the microphone. It's the cat. <laughs> That's what she said. Jake, are you going to any outside West Palm? I am just doing West Palm for now. Maybe Tampa uh, and maybe to be named later. Still uh, efforting. But, Boy, um, but definitely, and I know I'm supposed to walk to SPAC, but, you know. <laughs> moved, I just sort of that would be cool to get you up there, Jake. Um, you've never done that, right? I have ne- I've never been there. I've been to the uh, I've been to the horse races there in '97. Oh. Listen, one about four dollars. Hey, hey, come on! I don't know if it's going to start in Saratoga this year. Yeah, of course. Jake, come on up with, with the ponies. Let's go. When is that show again? Next week? No, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now? Oof, my own. Uh, let me uh, let me see if I can trick the wife with the old Jedi mind trick. Yeah. What is that a? Friday, Saturday? Uh, yes. Oh, you might. Uh, you can get in. You can get in real early Friday and get out and have Sunday for for taking your time to get back. Be, be home. Be home time Sunday. Okay. Home in time for your cigar and for your cigar and mint julep. Oh, I'll need it. I'll need it after that. Be a long weekend, that's for sure. Dude, I'll tell you, the airfare to get back for back six weeks before the show. And the airfare, like $450 for a ticket cross-country. It's ridiculous. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, gone are the $200 fares. No more. No more. See, but I only fly first class because I'm really highfalutin. This is going to be High, really tough for me. Highfalutin. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, so, tour starts in a week. Um, trying to think what else has been up uh, other than the big announce. Not too much. I, to confirm that Jeff's um, playing with the Flectones next summer. No. No, that was just a rumor? That was just a rumor. Okay. Makes sense, though. <laughs> he can play now. <laughs> yeah. He's got nothing else to do. But, uh, yeah, that was just a, just a rumor. But, uh, no, I mean, but, yeah, he probably will. Yeah, sure. That's for sure. I, I just expect everybody to lay low for the most part. I don't think, you know, it sounds like Stefan wants to do things, but I, I don't think it's too much more than that. I anticipate the boards to be nearly as busy as ever because, I mean, right – the move is going to be known. You know that. So, you know, whatever Stefan's up to, I think I think you're going to probably hear hear about some stuff. And to the question that Jolyn asked if we're going to have a party even though the band's not touring, totally up her alley. Great question. I'm surprised at all. Jolyn, probably <laughs> probably not, but if we do, we'll, we'll definitely work it out for a night to fit your schedule. So thanks for the idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already heard about the uh, – the- the fan cruise thing from your stupid Facebook there, Joanne. Oh, Jake's a fake? No, I'm not on Facebook. Thank you very much. 
Matt is the only one out of the three of us that is on Facebook. I'm this close to cutting it off. Don't worry. That's what she said. Oh, my goodness. I hope not, Joe, for your sake. <laughs> well, I think that's probably to end on as any. <laughs> unless, okay. unless you boys have anything else to go I don't think so, except uh, everybody enjoy the tour, please. Definitely. Be safe. Definitely. And Joe, I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see uh, see a lot of people in two weeks. I know there's a lot of ants at the shows in two weeks, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, see everybody there. Definitely find us. So there's an ants get-together. Check out the, uh, the spec thread for more details yep. if you're going to that, because I know a lot of ants are going to that. And uh, we'll see you guys at other shows. If you can't find us, and I really encourage this, anybody who's going to Saratoga, start up a Joe M. chant. And oh. I'm running. Please, stop Joe, Joe M. Chant. Joe. No, do not do that. That's all I need to hear. Maybe Joe. a little Joe M's nipples. <laughs> that work. People run from that. All right, gang. Hey, um, to our Ants members, thanks for joining us live. Uh, we'll try to get this podcast up later. If not, uh, sometime tomorrow during the day on Saturday. Uh, farewell, folks. Have a great tour season. Oh, we're going to try to do podcasts more frequently during the tour. <laughs> it's like the, the, you have to say that every podcast. Well, I don't know. It's the one before the tour. Might as well. We're going to try. Um, you know, three people all in different parts of the country. kind of tough to line it up time-wise. But we'd like to I because... Like, I want to get some of these uh, Ants Plus people in on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. We can even replace Joe most nights. So. Yeah, I think that's a good trade. Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> so... All right, guys, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye.